Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Facebook family. Uh, this is Christy Saul, the co-founder of the Post Institute, coming at you all live. I don't know where Big Papa is tonight. I've been clicking over and clicking over to um, catch his video, and I've not seen it. Check in with him. He is probably traveling somewhere. Um, I'm traveling somewhere too, actually. Marley and I are on the road to um, Cincinnati Children's Hospital, which happens to be, hey Abe, <laughs> which happens to be, as they say, hey Mimi, uh, the third, they say it's the third best hospital in the country. And so we are here taking care of some medical things and getting some tests and stuff done that we couldn't get done in Oklahoma. So, uh, that leads me to think about a lot of different things. Um, one, what popped in my head when I hadn't seen a video yet from Brian was, um, I was like, well, what am I going to talk about? What do I got to say? Well, so today I actually had a little bit of downtime and I watched the Steve, Steve Jobs story and I hadn't seen that in years. It's such a great movie, man. What a brilliant mind. What a brilliant mind. Um, you know, he he's an adoptee, just, you know, kind of one of those little pieces of trivia. Um, and I found myself thinking, how many of us would have had the patience to let our 20-something-year-old son build computers in the garage before computers were even a thing? How many of us would have had enough relationship and understanding to entertain that? versus insisting that our kids in their 20s go out and get a real job. <laughs> and so it just made me think about how time is on our side when we, uh, what is the movie? I think it's called the G, the Mary. I think it's called the Steve Jobs story. Um, he's also dyslexic. I did not know that, Robin. Wow. Wow. That's another really cool fact. I'm not an expert on his stories, so please forgive me for that. But what touched me and what came what just really resonated with me was i was just thinking about how we get in such a hurry and we get so worried about what's going to become of our kids and in that state of worry sometimes we just push so hard and we lose relationship and then when they don't have us as their safety net and as their support they real there's there's a huge potential for lots and lots of lots of floundering you know so much happens just out of knowing that we're loved and that we're valued it's just amazing what can grow out of that soil you know and then I watching that movie and thinking about you guys and then it made me think about like my own high school and growing up experience and many of my peers and I think you know and my dad my dad's story is kind of interesting my dad is dyslexic um but that wasn't identified back in the day you know nobody knew it, but he's brilliant with numbers god he's he's so good with numbers when he was in high school though um he uh, was told that he should just go to a trade school that he would never be able to make it through college and definitely not in the business world and you know if he would have believed that, this, you know, my dad's kind of a funny character because he's real stubborn. <laughs> and that paid off, you know. Um, he was always supported by his family. In fact, the first business he went into was a business with his dad. They um, actually owned a newspaper. And so, and just, I want to remind you guys of all, the, you know, you look back at your own history and look back at your own friends, people you grew up with, listen to people tell their stories. And you're going to hear so many people tell stories where somebody said they were going to fail. 
you're never going to amount to anything or you're nothing but trouble or whatever whatever negativity was spoke over them and then I think so many I think about so many of my friends from high school and you know they weren't great students I have lots of friends who just you know that wasn't their thing they weren't they weren't great readers they weren't great in math you know we had like a business math that was just kind of your basic math and you know, we had a lot of classes that were designed just for life success, not college prep or any of that. And I can, without even really giving it any deep thought, I can think of 10 of them who are very successful entrepreneurs. Now they're grandparents, right? They raised children. They have beautiful marriages. They have beautiful families. And, you know, somewhere along the line, it was that soil of love and confidence that was spoke over them that counterbalanced any sort of negativity of the connotation or the thought that, you know, you're not going to make it, you're not good enough, um, you're not going to be successful. And so I just, you know, I want to encourage you guys to um, think outside of the box. Um, it's a big world. There's a lot of different opportunities out there. Not everybody's going to, you know, be a doctor or a lawyer or a business owner, um, you know. When I was in college, I and actually during during part of my professional career, uh, I worked part-time as a bartender. Um, Brian had lots of different jobs before he came into social work and then was beautifully blessed with this amazing message that we teach. But let me tell you this. Here's something funny. Early on in Brian's career, uh, there were people who thought he was talking crazy talk. You know, he was talking crazy talk about loving these kids and putting consequences aside and entering into a different way of relating while the mainstream in, in parenting for children who had challenging behaviors, attachment issues, the mainstream thought at that time was to be really firm and rigid and punitive and consequential and you just had to do it harder, 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 harder. And then here comes Brian talking about loving more and connecting at a deeper level and understanding the brain and understanding the hijacked brain and the the fear and the chemicals that get all of this going and how all of this, you know, all these things that get implanted in, the, you know, even in the womb. And so, you know, if he would have given up just because somebody out there told him that, you know, what you're saying doesn't make sense and we're not buying it. In fact, we're going to exclude you from our special attachment club because you don't talk about the same things we talk about. We'd never be here. You know, he was like, you know, I, he had conviction and guts you know kind of like steve jobs steve jobs he had conviction and he had guts and he had a vision um and so i just time is on our side time is on your side and so i want to encourage you guys um you know your kids are younger to just pour into them keep that relationship open because that's going to give you your place of guidance um, I'm going to catch a couple of questions here. And hi, Kirsten. Uh, I see somebody saying, are you guys coming to New York? You know, uh, Brian's been up in New York a few times this year. Um, honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I can't keep up with him. Um, I know yesterday he was traveling because uh, he was in the Denver airport. But honestly, I'm not sure where he was headed. But we'll find out. I know that for sure. Uh, Mary's asking, this is so good. My daughter's 22. And the idea that she could go out and do something is so cool common but is far but she is far from ready but she's only 22 she's so young you know um you know, in fact i have a few friends who have 
um, children who were in their that that twenty something range, and um, man, that's a tough time uh, for the kids who are out in the world. Oftentimes, um, I call it toddlerhood revisited, because they're trying to figure out this grown up world, and oftentimes they'll run into things out in the world that match a blueprint from way early in life from their more traumatic experiences from a more chaotic way of living and they'll get out there in the world and that chaos will fit those early life blueprints and so sometimes they they get really uh, in a conflict because their their earliest life blueprints may involve a lot of chaos and a lot of drama and then maybe they came to your family and things were much different and so they have sort of almost they have it almost can seem like they have a split personality quite honest I mean that sounds kind of odd to say it like that but you know if you're living that life you know what I mean because it's like one minute they're out here running the streets with this group but then the next minute they're home hanging out with us and I feel like I know my kid again and I don't get it that's what's happening there you know those early life blueprints are getting activated out there in the world with all the the activity and all the chaos and then I know other people and you know they're they're 20 somethings they may be hesitant to jump out there in the world they're struggling maybe with confidence or how do I go about it but the the good news on that side is you know they're not out on the streets they're not drinking they're not drugging they're not you know in high-risk activities and so you know love patience keep pouring into them it's on your side you know my kids, in this model, I'm going to tell you, this model is not going to guarantee that nothing bad's going to happen. Because that, nobody can guarantee that. But it, what it will guarantee is that you and your child can be in relationship through it. It doesn't mean you have to fix it. It doesn't mean you have to bail them out of everything. It doesn't mean you have to fork over thousands of dollars in fines or whatever mess they might get into. Relationship, though, that connection that place where they can come and just be like, man, I messed up. And, you know, listen, listen with your heart. You know, I can remember so many conversations between my son and I of that, you know. Mom, I'm really messing up. I can't figure it out. And, you know, at that time, I might tell him ideas. I might give him suggestions. And then he'd go out and get out there in the world and, like, you know, just all over the place. But uh, time has given him a lot of perspective and a lot of maturity um, he's past that mid-twenties, you know, and so his his brave maturity's kicking in. He's doing good. You know, he's got a job. Uh, he's making friends. Um, he's making some good, responsible decisions. He's got a car. He's taking care of his car. That's a big deal, you know. Just the, the regular maintenance of a vehicle is a huge responsibility, you know. So, I mean, there's so many things I can say about him that I'm so proud of. And, you know, he had a, he had a rough patch rough rough patch and you know I hope it I hope it doesn't go that way again for him but all I know I can do as a mom is love him love him and support him believe in him you know some just one person out there in the world having confidence in you can make I can make all the difference so Tom's on your side much love to you guys thank you thank you for all that you do if nobody has told you today you're amazing hang in there how many years did it take for my son? Well, uh, he came into my life when he was about 14. Um, and uh, we plugged along until about 
19 and 20. And then, uh, quite frankly, he met girls. And that flipped his lid because all of his issues with rejection, his insecurities about re about relationship and being good enough and and loyalty were so triggered and so activated that, you know, he just kind of, like I said, it was just a big tailspin and he just had a really hard time doing anything that was really productive. And so uh, then as life would have it, it was like a, a fast moving train put to a dead halt because he got in trouble with the law and it was very hard to watch. But it was also a very good place for our relationship because it got really strong. Um, you know, he had to spend some time in jail and that was really hard. Uh, it's hard to watch, hard to see, but then he got out and I got to pick him up and I got to hug him and I got to go visit him there and we got to sit and just, you know, play card games and talk about life and really connect with one another in a way we hadn't before. Um, and so, you know, now, um, Actually, today he's not feeling very good. He's got uh, a little bit of the flu, but he's got a great job that he loves. He's doing landscaping, and he loves being outside. He's making great friends. I know he calls Mimi a lot. Mimi's saying, yes, love and lots of patience. Boy, man, one of these days, Mimi, I'm going to have you come do a Facebook Live and talk about that patience. You know, because we do. We want good things for our kids, um, but we don't get to tell them what their path is. And sometimes it's hard to watch. You know, it's so hard to watch when they're going in a direction that you're like, that is just like, that is going nowhere fast. But, um, you know, our job at, at some point, you know, we shoot that arrow and then, you know, it's our job just to, to support them and love them and encourage them. When things don't go right, you know, just, I'm just so sorry that, that, that this is happening. That's, you know, really, honestly, to just from the heart, just, I'm so sorry this is happening. That's how I felt. Um, and I know that's how most of you would feel. if you, When you see your child making decisions that you know are just not going to go well, but they, you know, it's they, they're, they're their decisions to make. I know my parents probably did the same thing with me. Shoot. My 20s? Oh, sister. Terrible. Oh my gosh! Like seriously, we should just call it, instead of the terrible twos, we'll start calling the terrible twenties. <laughs> okay, you guys, much love to you all. Thanks for hanging with me this evening. Um, I'm sure we'll find out soon what Big Papa's up to. We love you guys, um, and we're gonna keep doing our best to keep our commitment to coming with you nightly. Uh, I know we're late tonight, but um, we're just gonna keep plugging along, trying to share a good message, trying to spread something helpful. And uh, you know, when we come across any kind of any kind of thing that we think's gonna help you all out, we're gonna share it. Um, I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio to get my child's medical needs met because my state hospital, for some reason, can't come up here and learn what they're doing. I don't understand why it's like that. Maybe it's the competition. Maybe it's the, the, the scraping for the dollar. Um, I made a post today that was about that. Just, you know, gosh, I want all professionals to be at the top of their game, whatever that is. You know, continue your education, buy some books, 
watch some videos, consult with somebody, um, invest in yourself so that you're going to be at the best at whatever it is you're doing. You know, whether you're a therapist or a social worker or a hairdresser, I don't care. You know, if you're mixing drinks, mix the best darn drinks you can mix. Be at the best of your game to make the world a better place. Much love to you guys. Good night.